Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Rocking around with heels and quads. Have a happy holiday. Tommy's rocking around the hospital. Have a happy Hanukkah. Uh, Tommy's uh-huh. rocking around BRMC. <laughs> it's not a very happy holiday. <laughs> but it could possibly be a good Kwanzaa if. You just wait till the 26th. Uh-huh. Which is also little Tommy's birthday. <laughs> yeah, wow, there's a lot going on. I am actually, uh, actually just pulled out a fresh pair of iPhone headphones because my other one's been crackling and stuff. So I knew nice. I had an extra set in my iPhone box. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm glad I have those. So. <laughs> Just a heads up before we get too far into this. If we have any background noise or wind picks up, I apologize in advance. I am currently outside of the hospital because that was the quietest place. So this was going to happen regardless, right? Regardless, yes. Okay, gonna, okay. It, whether it happened tonight or tomorrow morning, this is how it was going to go. I had already had it planned. Amanda said, you still got to do the show, especially after we just changed distributors. So we can't yeah. let we can't let Spreaker down. No, a big shout out to Spreaker for... Uh, hollering at your boys here at heels and quads and wanting us to come over there. So we are, um, no longer home. Anchor is no longer home and uh Spreaker is now home. So that's a, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool to be like, Hey, we got seeked out. They wanted our content. We, we want, we want you guys. Yeah. That's cool, man. I like that. Yeah. So, well, and, and I'll tell the story. At first, at first, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was somebody fucking with me. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, hey, uh, we're going to offer you all this stuff if you come over here. And I'm like, oh, really? I was like, okay, yeah, like well. Spam or something. Yeah. And I was like, so I emailed back just because I was in a mood. And I was like, so you just basically want money from us. And she emails me back. And she goes, no, it's absolutely free. We're actually going to help you guys out. And I was like, oh, well, in that case, yeah, I'll set up an appointment with you. Because her, she's paid by premiums on there. Right, right. Yeah, so we are, we are home Spreaker boys now. This is interesting because I, I put on a fresh pair of headphones to record this and it's on a new, uh, it's on a new line here. So couldn't be in a shittier environment on my end, but. You know, we'll make the best of it. We'll make it. Oh, it it always turns out. It always turns out. Plus, it'll get you out of the 
She'll be fine. Yeah, this is the first time I've been outside all day, so it's nice. You probably could use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I needed it for sure. Uh, speaking of the podcast, we were nominated uh, for six Wrestling Podcast Awards this evening. We won zero. Big surprise. But to everybody who did vote for us and continue to listen, thank you for voting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following. That is always great that you guys support the show. Big shout out to our Patreons, as always, and all of our loyal fans who have been listening since day one or since you found it. But, yeah, that'd be, it would have been cool if we would have won one of the awards. But, you know, hey, maybe with this new Spreaker deal, which is billions of dollars, yes, we will. Uh, we, we went from millions to billions. Yeah. Maybe that'll boost us to the next level. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like the idea of that. The awards are billions of dollars. Uh, both. <laughs> and, and the boosting. And the boosting, yeah. Where is... Um, I was going to look at e-wrestling news real quick just to see if there was any news, which I don't There's think... There's a ton of news, actually. Oh, really? So today, WWE released Luke Harper. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's Sin Cara right. and The Ascension. I saw that. Which one of those three goes to AEW? That's the that's the rumblings on wrestling Twitter right now. I can see honestly, Luke Harper showing up. I could see him going to AEW, but I could I mean if I if I'm them, man, I'd go out on the indies and just tear it up for like six months before I sign any contracts. Yeah, totally. Like surprise. That's my people. personal opinion. I mean I know it's all about making your nut, but they're, um, but that's the thing though. They're gonna make their nut out on the indies because yeah, that's that, that's what somebody said, and I responded. They were like, "Oh well, you know, they're jobbers in WWE." I said, "Yeah, they're jobbers in WWE, but jobbers in WWE go out on the indies and they make huge money because of that WWE stamp on their name." Yeah, yep, they've been on TV, even if it's been a while, people recognize their face. So he'll probably be Luke Harper. Will probably be his actual name and Sin Cara. Sin Cara, I know, won't be Sin Cara, because I don't well, think he's allowed Luke to Luke Harper will probably go back to Brody Lee like he was on the Indies. Yeah, 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 That's right. Because WWE will own that name. Yeah, and they, I, I believe they own Sin Cara as well. And I'm sure they I'm own Sin Cara, yes. Positive they own the Ascension or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know I did not watch Dynamite this week, but I will probably try to catch up on it tomorrow. I'm super excited for those guys getting released, though, because I knew they all wanted it. So, Yeah, maybe they should let go of some other people that wanted it because, you know. Mike Bennett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, isn't he? Oh, never mind. It's Alistair Black versus someone else at TLC. I forgot who. I, I You know, I, I've been really curious to tune in, and I just – like, after the fact, obviously, but watch a full episode of SmackDown. I just want to watch a full episode of SmackDown and see what it's like, because I literally haven't watched one since it's been on Fox. And well, I'm since curious. I was at the hospital, I've been at the hospital since Thursday with Amanda. So, like, I've pretty much just been on Twitter just to keep my mind, like... Are the kids up there? On No, no, no. Okay. On, on like, positive things, though. So I'm like, you know, and wrestling Twitter is so positive. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Very positive. But, like, I was following along with, like, you know, SmackDown and stuff Friday night, and it was, like, the dog food thing with Roman Reigns, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, really? Like, I'm not, yeah, it's such a good idea, because he's the big dog. He's the big dog. But it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, 
that was like kind of my one shot to watch it live because I always work Friday nights. And even still, I was like, yeah, no thanks. You know, I was listening to uh, a little bit of the most recent 83 Weeks Eric Bischoff episode, and it was Ask Eric Anything number two or something. And uh-huh. one of the fans asked uh, if it was modern day or like today, and you were like, if the NWO angle how was happen the NWO angle is happening today, who would your guys be? And he said Randy Orton would be the Scott Hall, Roman Reigns would be the Kevin Nash, like the way they would show up. Yeah, and then he's his third guy. I forgot who it was, but Conrad said John Cena, and. I actually agreed with Conrad because I was like, that's the only person who could turn and be the Uncle Terry that's the right. bad guy. Yeah. But that would like, that would freshen it up so good for Roman to be heel like that and John Cena to be heel. I mean, obviously that was 100% fancy booking, but I just, I actually enjoyed the conversation they had about that because I was like, that's the way you kind of have to do it. I, I can't remember who Bischoff said the third guy would be, but it wasn't someone... It was almost like, what? It wasn't what you were expecting. No. A Cena type. Yeah, it wasn't Cena at all. But Roman was definitely thrown in there. But Roman rocks the beard. I can't I can't lie about that either. He rocks the beard with the long hair. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he, he's got a snazzy beard hair combo. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. I'll, I'm with you on that one. He's got the big dog uh, beard. But speaking of those kinds of podcasts, uh, Arn, Arn Anderson's <laughs> podcast with those Conrad kinds. Thompson. Well, Conrad's the podcast. Yeah. We'll call it what it is. Uh, but I guess somebody asked what Arn thought his four horsemen would be if it was today. And it was the revival Braun Strowman and Cody Rhodes. Ooh. Nasty. Like, yeah, that's, that's The good. only, like, kind of oddball one, though, is Braun Strowman. Who like, is he in the four horsemen? Like, who right. is he filled? Because like... the revivals are obviously Arn and Tully. Yeah. Cody would be your... Would be your flair. So, so that, I guess Barry Wyndham. Uh, see, I I would see Braun as the as the Arn Anderson. He's the enforcer because he's you know. Yeah, but I mean the revival. It's there's so much like the Brain Busters. Here's a question. Arn Tully. Here's sure. a question. Who is Conrad's next target to start a podcast with? Oh. <laughs> uh, Kevin yeah. Dunn. Let's see. Ke- could be Kevin Dunn. He could make Russo Kev- relevant again. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think he'd. Did Did they ever come out if they had ever contacted each other about possibly working together? Who Russo and and Conrad? No. But you know what? I can't lie. I would listen to that one for sure. But Russo's just sometimes I feel like he's full of shit. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with Russo's. When I hear him talk, I'm like, man, he's just so. He doesn't like in his mind. He never did anything wrong. Is it the bro thing? No, the bro thing doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me either. It bothers a lot of people, but I, like, it's just the way he talks. That's how. That's how he talks, man. That's it's like his that's, way of saying brother. Yeah, <laughs> that does work for him, bro. Bro. Uh, obviously not Jim Cornette. No, it wouldn't be Jim Cornette. <laughs> uh. Man. Adam Rotella. <laughs> Conrad asks Adam Rotella questions because that's the level he's at. About his hog. About his hog, man. 
I don't know. That's a good question. We should put a poll on Twitter. Conrad, well, just have Conrad put the poll on Twitter. I'm sure like he's this, got one in the you works. You know what I would like to listen to? Conrad and Carrie Silkin. Who's Carrie? From Ring of Honor. Who? The original owner of Ring of Honor. That would be good. Yeah, because that would be like, he would get to talk about so much people, so many people who are big now. Yeah. But, I mean, they were good then, but they weren't oh, yeah, it would, stars. That was the Indies back then. Yeah. Missed. I guess it's still considered as, but that's still a big-name company to wrestling fans. Sure, yeah. But to normal people, it's like, what? What's Ring of Honor? That's, is that that show that comes on at midnight on CCTV or whatever? Like <laughs> CCTV. Whatever yeah, it is. I, I think that would be interesting. Though. I'm surprised actually nobody's reached out to Kerry Selkin. Well, He's on Twitter all the time, so... If anybody wants to take my idea, you know where you got it, or they got it. Coming up this week, Conrad Thompson starts a podcast with Paul Roma. <laughs> our boy. Uh, our boy, Paul Roma. Ask Roma's tomato. Hashtag Ask Roma's to- That would be the uh, Ask Roma tomato anything. That would be the hashtag. For it would be episode. a very very Italian intro. Hey, Gabagool. Gabagool in my pocket, baby. Carmela, get the Gabagool. God, I gotta watch Sopranos again. I miss that show so much. Speaking of uh, mafia type things, have you watched The Irishman yet? No, I have not. I haven't either. And everybody keeps telling me, like, this movie was made for you. No, it's about uh, Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa. Okay. And Robert De Niro plays, like, his right hand man. Joe Pesci's also in it. All the uh, all the guys. Yeah, everybody you would expect to be in it. Is it newer? Yeah, it just came out like last week or the week before, maybe. Wow. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, but it's a Netflix Netflix original. Oh no shit. Okay, <laughs> I'll have to give that a try. I did, I thought you meant like in theaters or something. Yeah, but it's like three hours long. My mom said she didn't even notice it was three hours though. It was so good. Netflix. Well, hopefully, I guess if it's a good movie, that's good, because Netflix movie game sucks. Like, they don't have yeah. a good movie. I don't know if you have Disney+, Plus, but that's where the Christmas movies are at right now. Oh, man. Disney+, Plus. if you want to sponsor the show, please. <laughs> like, I'm already getting it for a year for free, but if you want to give it to me forever for free, like, I'll continue to talk about it on every podcast. What'd you get it for a year for free for? Verizon. If you have Unlimited, you can get it for free. Really? Okay, I have unlimited, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have to. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna have to check that out. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, just just Google it. Okay, just type it. Just type in Disney Plus Verizon, and it should pop up. And it'll it's, take it, you right to the page. And even when it's paid, it's only like six ninety nine or something. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, but even if even if you've got it saved, like you're gonna pay for it because that's what I did originally, and then I found out about it. You can just go through that. You just go through and switch it out. I'm gonna have to take do your that. method of payment off, and it's right there. Sweet. Man, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to do that. That'll work. I like the – I watched Home Alone 1 and 2, and I watched uh, – I think we're going to watch The Santa Claus tonight. I watched Christmas with the Cramps the other night, but that's on Netflix. So Netflix must still own The Last Jedi for like a couple more months or, or the rest of the year. It's still – it's on Disney Plus, though. You have to search for it. Oh, okay. Because I saw that, too. I was like, oh, they're not going to have Last Jedi because it's on Netflix. And then I searched for it, and it popped up. Yeah, because it wasn't on the Star Wars thing. Yeah, on there. Ooh, maybe I'll do that the, tomorrow. Have you watched the Mandalorian? No, I have not. 
Oh, it's so good, dude. You got to see Baby Yoda, man. Okay, that's where Baby Yoda came from. Yeah. I thought it was from, like, the new movie or something. Yeah, that's... Baby Yoda's the cutest thing possibly I've ever seen other than my kids. <laughs> but it, but it's actually Yoda? No. It's his baby. His his species. They don't... Re- we don't really know if it's his or not. Oh, okay. And so they're going to do, like, a spinoff of Baby Yoda, and it's going to be Maury. It's, like, they're going to do the daddy test. Yeah. So that's... First, I'm booking that. Disney Plus. Okay, okay. So for someone, like, do I need to be refreshed on all the Star Wars stuff before I watch The Mandalorian? You, dude, you don't even have to watch Star Wars to it, because it's a totally different story. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll start watching it. Yep. I heard uh, her sister was asking me if I'd seen it, and I, I was like, no, I haven't. She said it's really good, and I know I don't think she's a big Star Wars person, so yeah, it's it's just got a good story to it. Fuck yeah, I'll watch this like Mandalorian. I know that's the big like selling point of Disney Plus, other than like Disney. That's like the right. big that's the big release on Disney Plus. You know, I was the big look- original thing. Yeah. I was looking at the Apple TV Plus and I don't really understand the hype on that because there's only a, a handful of shows on there. And I don't yeah. think it has any like it doesn't have like any t- old TV shows or anything. I think it's just those. It, no, it does. Oh, it does? Yeah, it has a ton of old stuff. You've used it? Yeah. Okay, I haven't oh, used Apple. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, you're saying Apple Plus. Yeah. Never mind, I thought you were talking about Disney Plus. Oh, I'm no. Like, Dude, that has a ton of old stuff. Oh, I've been, we've been it. watching that so Raven, all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> Disney, Plus, Disney Plus is dope. You know what? Honestly, we've probably watched more Disney Plus than Netflix or Hulu combined this last month. Oh, yeah. We've barely touched anything else. It's just good. Disney, it's... Oh, and all the movies, too. Like, everything's yeah. on there. Everything's good. So, anyways. D- Disney rules the world. Yeah. Anyways, that was our uh, tech talk. That was, our, that was our opener. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, so the releases. Um, tri- oh, a tribute to the troops just happened, I guess. Yeah, uh, they recorded it. They haven't announced what day it'll air. But uh, it's usually, like, the week of Christmas, I think. Yeah, I think it's one of their, like, here you go, watch this because we're not live this week type thing. Right, Unless yeah. Unless they are live this I don't know if they're doing it this year, but. Um, well, they'll still do, they'll still do Raw because uh, Christmas is on Wednesday this year. Did the ratings ever come out this week for AEW and NXT? Yes, AEW won. Did they go back up from 600,000? Yes, they were over 800,000. I don't have the exact number, but. You know, I just feel like it's still low. Like, they're still not, if they're still not breaking a million, like, but I guess that's the cable cutting thing, man. That's got to be what it is. It's the cord cutting. It's people, I mean, it's the holidays, so. Yeah. (sighs) How how much did they beat NXT by? Do you not remember? uh, It was a few few thousand. It wasn't a ton, but it was a few thousand. It was like the, when NXT beat them. Yeah, yeah, it, it it was a small margin. It wasn't anything like mind blowing. Cause I, it, I don't think it was this week, but it was. I think NXT's beat them twice, maybe. Yeah, and they beat them twice in a row. The second was, time they crushed them. Yeah, it was seven to two, and then AW won this past week, so now eight three. Oh, okay, Ish. okay, yeah, or seven three now. I, I, I forget. I think it's, seven, I I think it's still seven, it's seven two or whatever, or eight two. 
Because I don't oh, think yeah. I don't eight, think NFC's yeah, won three eight times. Two. Eight two, yeah, eight two, yeah. They've only won twice. But the se- the second time they won, they crushed them because AEW was like six hundred thousand and NXT was like eight hundred thousand. Yeah, that was Thanksgiving. That was last week. Yeah, yeah, that or the was the week a, before last. That was bad. Was AEW good this week? I mean, it it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up the results so I can refresh. I just don't, I didn't know if it was all centered around Jericho again or if there was any. Uh, there was quite a bit of Jericho, but not like a ton. I'm hoping we get uh, to he. He is challenged, or he uh, had. He said he had to have one more match in 2019, so that's happening next Wednesday. Uh, he's facing Jungle Boy, and everybody on Twitter was pissed off because they're like, "Jungle Boy's zero and eight. Why the hell is he getting a title shot? It's not for the title." Mm. But they didn't really say it wasn't for the title, so everybody was pissed off. Yeah, their record thing is kind of weird, honestly. It's, yeah, it hasn't quite gotten there yet, but... Everybody's still it'll, got it'll, low records, too. Yeah, it, it'll get there. They, yeah, they haven't had enough shows for it to even matter, really, yet. And another thing, listening to Bischoff the other day, he made a good point about the Bash at the Beach thing. It definitely shouldn't be an annual thing because that's – he said – he was kind of talking about how they can't be pulling out a bunch of WCW bag of tricks stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Vince still owns most of that stuff. Right. So, I mean, I guess – He doesn't own Bash at the Beach now. Apparently not. Cody yeah. trademarked it, which was good on him because, like he said, his dad came up with it or whatever. Right. Well, his dad also came up with Starcade, and I think that's pro- probably the only reason that Vince still re- ran that this year was to because be a douche. he did he didn't want them to have it. Which mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome if AEW had Starcade. That would be awesome. Because there's your yeah, there's your one of your special shows out of the year right there, the December show. Ooh, uh, I yeah, gotta start so... watching Starcades. <laughs> so Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite actually kicked off with what we thought was going to be the main event. The Young Bucks and Dustin versus uh, Sammy and Santana and Ortiz. Because they got to produce the rest of the show. Dude, this match was really good. Like, go back and watch it. Um, I'm I'm not even, I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, don't, you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to. I kicked off with that. Um, Then Trent versus Ray Phoenix, which, which was also a good match. I figured uh, that'd be pretty good. Trent obviously didn't get his due in WWE. And I, th- no, I think he's good. him and Chucky e. T together or Trent as a singles and nothing, nothing against Chucky e. T. I just think Trent's better as a single, but he's a singles guy. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's written on him. He looks, he looks the part and he, he wrestles the part, but yeah, Chucky e. T's good. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Cody comes out and cuts a promo. Good promo, as usual. Cody's the fucking shit at promos these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nyla Rose uh, crushed Leva Bates. Um, Show along. So, yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> One of our great friends, Leva Bates. Um, and then uh, Nyla Rose uh, power bombed uh, uh, Rick Knox through a table. And she's now suspended for the rest of the year. She's actually in Japan working some shows over there. So Yeah, I saw some beef on that on Twitter. Some people were kind of shitting on that, the whole yeah. suspended thing. Yeah, um, and then Jericho comes out, and he pulls out a new list. 
It's oh, the boy. lexicon of Le Champion. The lexicon, yeah. <laughs> it's dude. It was so funny, like because I, I mean, I popped off the couch for it, and uh, you know, it was the wrestlers he won't wrestle for the rest of 2019, and it was John Moxley, the Young Bucks, Papa Buck, Papa Buck, <laughs> Papa Buck got a mention. Uh, then he goes through, you know, it's just different names. Uh, uh, this any member of the Scorpions was on it. Uh, Alan Jones, which the live crowd didn't get, but Twitter got it, of course. Did it go to a commercial and come back, and he was still reading? <laughs> no, it didn't, and it would have been great had it had he done it that way. No, he got interrupted by Jurassic Express, and that's when they set that match up for next week. Oh, okay. Um, Chris Statlander and uh, Hiroka Shida had an excellent match. Chris Statlander is a fucking, like, just a, a, a standout, male or female. She's so fucking good. Um, and Shida being the number one contender, and Chris Statlander beat Shida. So that, I mean, I know her record doesn't re- won't really ref- reflect that as far as the women's title, but her beating the number one contender... You know, that's kind of a stepping stone. For yeah, him. that goes to show what's to come. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching Chris Statlander on the indies for the last year or so. And she's just she's fucking good at everything. Uh, then we get another Dark Order promo saying like the cult thing. It was it was so weird, but I kind of like it. Like it, it was 50 50 with people, all the stuff that I saw, but. I, I personally like it. I like vignettes. I like a good story behind yeah, yeah, yeah. why they're doing what they're doing. This is kind of what everybody was asking for. Now people are getting it. They're like, I still don't get it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus Pentagon. Good match. Uh, CD botched a move, and it's been a gif all over Twitter all all week. Of course. Um, but, you know, shit happens. Well, he's uh, also like 50, so. <laughs> and then the main event was Joey Janela versus John Moxley. Uh, good match. Uh, pretty... not, not your taste, oh, or was it? No, it was, no, it was really good, because it was a normal match. It wasn't, okay. you know. So yeah. it was good to see those two have a normal match. Yeah, the two who out. have been stuck in the hardcore matches the whole time. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Moxley wins. Nobody's surprised. That's not really a spoiler. Uh, after the match, Jericho's music plays and he stands, uh, he's coming down like Moxley does through the crowd and he stands on a step, takes his sunglasses off and holds up the belt. So obviously they're going to continue to set that up moving forward to the next pay-per-view. That's good. Let's put the belt on Moxley. Just do it, man. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of which, happy birthday to John Moxley. Oh yeah. He's like 34 now, 33. Uh, Something like that. He's around my age. Um, Also, (laughs) last night, uh, or today, however you see it, this morning, John Moxley made a surprise appearance at uh, World Tag League Finals, which was won by our boy Juice Robinson and David Finley, who is back. Thank God. Juice is back. They won World Tag League, and they challenged G.O.D. for the... IWGP Tag Team Championships at Wrestle Kingdom, and John Moxley challenged Lance Archer for his U.S. title in a Texas death match. Interesting. So Moxley will lose there, and he'll win in the U.S. Yeah. 
That should be how that works because I don't. But think he also he anymore. also has said uh, via Chris Van Vliet yeah. that <laughs> that uh, he will continue to wrestle in Japan until his career is over, no matter what. Yeah, I watched that interview. So um, there's still that. So I mean, he could win. Maybe. But I don't know yeah. how Japan feels about him being kind of a part-timer. But, I mean, they've been pretty cool about that in the past. So He's a, he's a big name, like Jericho, right. so that's right. probably why they're okay with it. Brings and Jericho will be at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Dragon, Dragon Lee signed a one-year contract in New Japan. Uh, he changed his name to Ryu Lee, which is Dragon in Japanese. So uh, he is, I am assuming, done with CMLL. And Ring of Honor for the time being, or at least for a year. Or, well, I mean, they still had that working agreement, Ring of Honor, New Japan, so he could still do shows with them. But he challenged uh, Jushin Thunder Liger at Wrestle Kingdom. So, so Liger is going to wrestle both nights now. Okay. Which, I mean, those are his last matches, so that's that what I was perfect. That's what I thought. Yeah. Oh my God, they're going to be so good, too. Yeah, he's going to tear it up because he knows he's done. Now, I think the second one will be better because he can go yeah. harder without, yeah. you know. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of news. I do I do like the New Japan still kind of working with AEW and Ring of Honor and that stuff because especially yeah, the, with AEW because those, those guys got, you know, they all did get to where they are partially because of New Japan. The, yeah, and, and the president of New Japan said this week that He's not not saying he's not ever going to work with AEW. He wants them to find their style, their brand, and right now their brand doesn't fit with New Japan. Yeah. But that's not saying later on when they're, you know, getting all these big TV ratings or if they're big in Japan, he won't – which, I mean, all those guys mostly are anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's – that was – I mean, I thought – I took it as a positive thing. Oh yeah, totally. That's it's the the door is open basically. So it'll it'll happen eventually. Yeah. W or I almost said it. WCW AEW <laughs> is very WCW esque right now, and that's yeah. I think that's why I'm still so glued to it because it's just given that breath of fresh air in the United States, man. It's much get, needed. And- but with that that retro, yes. vibe to it, because you know, Cody's back there doing his thing, and that's what he he grew up around. Can you hear the so, ambulance? Oh yeah, you can hear the ambulance. Yeah, shout out to the ambulance if you want to sponsor the show. <laughs> shout, shout out, out to, to BRMC <laughs> if you want to sponsor the show. You got the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like trying to walk away from it and it's not happening. Let me read off the TLC card real quick okay. so far because it's kind of, it doesn't look super, like on paper it looks like it could be okay. But, oh, one match got removed from it, it looks like. So there's Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match. Yeah, I think that just got announced today or yesterday. Uh, the New Day versus The Revival for the SmackDown tag titles. Not bad. I mean, we've seen it already, but I mean, it's yeah. At a least good it's tag a, match. At least it's a different team versus the New Day, I guess. Right. From the, we can burn out the the revival in New Day for a while. Yeah. Uh, and then it's listed as Bray Wyatt versus the Miz. 
But it's just a regular singles match. It's not a title match. And it's a regular picture of Bray Wyatt, too. Yeah. So, that's interesting. The Fiend, the Fiend is the champion. Bray Wyatt is And the it's the blue belt, not the Fiend belt. Interesting. Hmm. The $6,000 Fiend belt. Yeah. So, I mean, is that like a... Is this going to be kind of like a multiple personality... Like, gimmick? That's what I'm wondering. Overall? Like, is he going to defend the title at the show as well? I don't know. Who does he defend against? That's the question. Right. Or is it just against the Miz and he... Maybe he goes back and forth, like, only pulls the Fiend out when he needs it. And now that that he has the belt, he doesn't need it. Yeah. And now that the belt is blue, is it a blue light? That's what I'm wondering. Or since he's Bray Wyatt, does he not have the light? I don't think he'll have the light versus the Miz because it's just Bray Wyatt, right? So I don't well, know. If he do- and if he does, I'm gonna be pissed. And I just know, looking at it, like I probably won't watch TLC. I haven't watched <laughs> WWE pay per view in forever. Yeah, I w- well, I but watched Survivor Series, but I fell asleep. For some reason, the poster has German language on it on Wikipedia. Hmm, that's strange. Sonntagnacht. 15.16 December 1 ill kickoff 0 ill <laughs> Was that your Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber. <laughs> Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? I think that's about all the news, it looks like. I think yeah, you that's pretty, pretty much, much. You, got, you had all that memorized. Yeah, I, I really did. You I haven't had anything to do. That's all I've been reading, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's all I've been reading. And that's the New Japan doing, stuff man. was super interesting, too. I actually, yeah, I'm probably going to go back and watch the finals of World Tag League. Just, well, mainly because I want to see Juice win it. But um, well, you know, it's you know, it's all good too. Yeah, it, it's it's worthy of a watch, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but just to, I mean, wrap up this, and then we'll get into our. What we wanted to Top do for the show. Finishers. Um, what was I going to say? Something. Wrapping it up. Know. Wrapping up the intro oh, here. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom just looks fucking badass. Period. Yeah, I haven't looked at the cards. Let me pop that up real quick. Yeah, see if you can find an updated one. Wrestle Kingdom 14. 14. So the two night thing is bad. Ooh, the poster's dope. It's got Juice yeah. and Thunder Liger on it. Yeah, Liger, I want it. Liger the final. All right, night one. Uh, Kazuchika Okada versus Kota Ibushi for the IWGP title. Um, Juice and Thunder Liger, Tetsumi Fujinami, the Great Sasuke, and Tiger Mask versus. Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tetsuhito Takaiwa, and Ryusuke Taguchi. Hey, you did great, man. That was great. Yeah, an eight-man tag match with Norio Honaga as a special guest referee. I'm actually trying to learn Japanese right now. Downloaded an app to learn it. Oh, boy. And I'm failing miserably. Uh, Will Ospreay versus Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. 
and Jay White versus Naito for the Intercontinental. Right. Uh, night two, Jushin Thunder Liger versus, you said it earlier, didn't you? Dragon Lee? Yeah, Ryu Lee. Oh, Ryu Lee, okay, because it says TBA on Wikipedia still. Yeah. Uh, this is Jushin, Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match, so he's kind of passing the torch on to him, basically, yeah. to be that next Which guy. Is, yeah, it's cool to That's have badass. another masked wrestler. God, that match is going to be one. so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Chris Jericho. Uh, singles match for both the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. So whoever wins those two matches goes on head-to-head for both belts. Wow, so somebody's going to be a double champ after that. Yeah, That's interesting. the first ever double champion in New Japan. Uh, and then you get the losers of those matches and another that ma- a match as well. Oh, they're doing that? Yeah, the loser of Okada and Ibushi versus the loser oh. of Jay White and Naito. That's so that's fun, cool. Man. Yeah, that kind of runner-up. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Bullet Club, tai, Taiji Ishimori and El Tasmo versus Rapungi 3K for the junior heavyweight tag titles. So obviously the cards aren't finished. No, they'll be finished within uh, by Tuesday morning. So if you're listening to this real time, Sunday night is over recording. Let's hit Monday by tomorrow, Tuesday, December, whatever the fuck the date is. I don't even know what the day is anymore. The eighth. Uh, <laughs> so the, the by eighth. the by the tenth, all the matches will be announced because they're Sweet. having a pre- press conference, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. Oh, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be so good. January yeah, I'm pumped for fifth. it. 2020, the decade is ending. Yes, it is. We're at the end of the decade here. This is interesting. What has the 2010s been like? Well, just very sensitive. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods people so that's what it's been i had an idea for the show next week what's that because we got next week and then we take christmas off the best of the decade so yes top 10 best of the 2010s matches oh you want to do matches or wrestlers let's do matches i like that matches matches would be cool yeah i think that would be harder to pick Yes, that makes it so a, that, that makes, makes it a little fun. more yeah exactly, and I we like get that. and that we'll have to just that'll pretty much be the whole episode unless there's some breaking news yeah we're that, gonna have to talk about that yeah I love that there we go it's good shit it's booked that's such good shit pal yeah and then uh, Christmas week so that, I think that's the twenty third was when I would release that I'm gonna put together another bloopers like I did last year before we came back 
which did a ton of downloads, by the way. That's it's so weird to me that somebody like people love bloopers. Mm-hmm. I work with a dude who's never watched the whole office. Uh-huh. And he's watched all the bloopers. Well, it's on YouTube. Yeah. But it's just weird that, like, you haven't watched the show, but you've watched the entire bloopers. So, like, the bloopers don't even make sense, but it's just funny because they're cracking up. Because they can't get through any scene. Right. All right. Well, I guess we're on to our top ten favorite finishers of all time. And I've been thinking about this one for a while, like, pretty much since we started. Like, this is one of those top tens we haven't done. Yeah. All right. Well. You want me to kick it off, or you want to kick it off? I can start if you if you want. Yeah, you can go first. My number ten is Taz, the Taz mission. Ooh, that's a nice one. I didn't even think of that one. I tried to like, I wanted to do like my favorite, not only my favorite finishers, but I wanted to kind of mix it up between like a power move and a submission. So I tried to incorporate a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. Yeah, that's the Taz mission is a great one. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Like it's because it's it, it's kind of like a rear neck choke, but you know with the legs, right? It was just so different for that time. Yeah, that's I like and that. Taz is like one of my boys. He's he's an OG badass. Yeah. All right, uh, my number ten. I'm actually kicking it off with the Codebreaker. Nice. I was it was gonna be higher on the list, but I I don't know. I just figured I'd kick off the list with it because like it's great, but you know, it's not super high up. But it's just such a great quick like bam finish. Like oh, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, because you can do. I like the out of nowhere finishers. That's one you could yeah. do. It's like an arcade. Somebody coming off the top rope, coming and, out of, yeah. off your shoulders, anything. Yeah. Uh, That's my number 10. My number 9, Chris Jericho, Lion Tamer. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, old-school WCW Lion Tamer. Yeah. Like, it has to be that one. Yeah. With with the hair up in the top pony. (laughs) Yes, it has to be. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My number 9, to counter that, is the Sharpshooter. Nice. Yeah, got to have the Sharpshooter blood running. Just, when you hear Sharpshooter, it's like... Okay, you obviously think of Stone Cold bleeding profusely. You knew it was coming, and it yeah. is coming up on my list, so I'll just go ahead and say why it's on mine. It, you got the you got the the nut to the knee, and then you got the elbow off the middle rope, the Brett rope. Yeah, and then you and then it went right into the sharpshooter. Like you knew it was coming. Yeah, you know it's coming, and, and it's when you say sharpshooter, it's like. Obviously, Bret Hart you think of, because when you say that, you're like, oh, yeah, Sting did that, too, but it was called the Scorpion Deathlock. Well, but, and so did Owen. Owen did it, too, and it was the sharpshooter. Yeah, but the heart, so, that's where I'm getting at. The hearts is why it's the sharpshooter. It's on the list, not not Sting's version. Which, yeah. not that it's bad, but... Yeah. Bret and Owen did it better. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm getting excited because my finishers that are coming up, I feel like one of them is going to surprise you. I hope it does. I'm getting excited. (laughs) 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 Number eight, Reza Ramon. The Razor's Edge. Okay, that's on my honorable mentions, but yes, that's... (laughs) 
It, it was just a badass fucking move. Slash, slash Outsider's Edge. Yeah. Oh, I have it. <laughs> I'll, I'll screenshot it. So it says Razor, Razor slash Hall, uh, Razor slash Outsider Edge. Okay, okay. You know. You know what mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like now I have to screenshot my. I want to wait till my list is over, though. But I feel like I have to screenshot it for so you can vouch for me. Oh no, no, no! no. I'm not. You can. We can vouch. I, I trust you. I trust you. The razor. The razor's edge was so bef- because before him, nobody else did that. Yeah, that was just. Yeah, that was just uh, his signature. Be- I was trying to think back in the history, but yeah, that he made that super unique. He just goes running across the ring and slams them. Yeah, and when, when he was just himself in WCW, it was more like it was another one of those you knew it was coming because he yeah. did that that fall away slam, and then and by then it was established the, too. Yeah, and it was and it was like uh, he get he's so tall and kind of. Because he's so tall, he gets all wobbly when he does it. Well, he, <laughs> but he's that's the, Scott he's the medium man. He's a medium man. Yeah, he gets super. He's wobbly, anyways. But that made him even more wobbly. <laughs> we love Scott Hall. Yeah. Oh God, that's I absolutely love Scott Hall. All right, my number eight. I don't have these. I'm just telling you right now. I don't have them numbered, but I'm staring at my list, and I like. I'm going. I know the top five. But the the bottom five, you're just off the cuff. Yeah, I'm just kind of going off the cuff. So. I'm gonna go sweet chin music for number eight, and I know I know it's on yours. Of course it is. But the reason it would be so low on the top ten is because the only thing that's stupid about it is the build up to it is like, why does your opponent not realize what's about to happen already? <laughs> so, and, and it's just like Uncle Terry, like Uncle Terry's leg drop is disclaimer, it's not on my list. But it's just it's, dumb. hey, and just so if anybody thinks it's on mine, it is not on mine either. It. You know, and I'm glad it's not because it's not powerful. No. It's just Uncle Terry. That's the only reason. It's, <laughs> like, it's not a powerful move. And I'm sure if he could go back in time and change his finisher, he'd do it. Yeah. Because that's why he's so fucked up now. But also, also Sweet Chin Music is another one that I like as well because you can do it out of nowhere, but out of nowhere it's technically just a regular old super kick like that Shelton Benjamin one is always the most memorable oh man that was so great it was in the video package on Raw for years and that that was on my favorite uh, HBK matches when we did that oh it was yeah 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 Yeah. that's right that's right but anyway Sweet Gen Music yeah it's won a lot of matches it's not won a lot of matches but (laughs) an amazing an amazing finisher nonetheless but the build up is like Okay, why is your opponent not realize what's coming? Right. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Kenny Omega, one-winged angel. It's an awesome move. One. Two, it's another one. I mean, he builds it up, but... It's There's like 12 that... moves that lead up to it. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> technically, I mean, if he wanted to do it, I don't know where he could. Yeah. But, but the reason why it's on my list is because it was, like, nobody kicked out of it. No. So no. that's why it's on my list. That's the one. My number seven is the Styles Clash. Ooh, gotta throw that on there. Gotta love, gotta love the Styles Clash. It's I'm I'm kind of pissed I didn't put it on my list. 
It's been around since the TNA days, which, and I was going to bring that up too, in the TNA days, he did it off the top rope, he did it off the middle rope, like, there was a lot of different ways he did the Styles Clash in TNA that made it a little more fun, but luckily he got to carry it over to WWE, even though there was that short period of, like, Vince didn't want him doing it thing. Right, and that's when he brought in the calf crusher. Yeah, and then now that's just kind of like a signature, if you will, but... The the yeah. flying elbow or the phenomenal, the phenomenal forearm. forearm. That's just not. I, I don't know. Striking moves to me have never been a good finisher. Yeah, like the Big Show's punch. Like uh, you beat you punch each other all match, and then there's just one magical punch that knocks you out. Right. Like that's not. I, I'm not a big fan of striking ones. Like I've always been a fan. Kind of like you said of like power moves but and also like submission power moves are great too so yeah so that was clash number seven it's a it's well, a great and it's a very unique finisher too okay Nobody so, else has done it. so as far as striking goes what about the judas effect what are your feelings on that i don't I, it's cool that jericho's like yeah i got a new finisher you know and 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 you know he did something new to go with his new character but again it's just a strike it it's just an elbow yeah it's not anything super special I, I would prefer him to finish a match with the Code Breaker or the Walls of Jericho because it's way more believable. Face to the knees or face down in the mat screaming rather than just a elbow to the back of the head. And, and another thing about the Juice Effect is it's just that's a hard one to make look good yeah. without hitting your opponent like hard with your elbow. It's like definitely you did with a, Hangman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's why that's a tough finisher. I mean, I like it. And I yeah. like, you know, I like the phenomenal forearm. I like the uh, Superman punch or whatever, but they're not something that should pin and win the match. Because, I'm with you. yeah. Anyways, South Clash number seven, super unique move. Nobody else has ever done it. It's his innovative. Move. Innovative. That's why he is where he is in, in his career. Number six, I have our best friend, Diamond Dallas Page, with the Diamond Cutter. Ooh. Another one of those out of nowhere moves. Yep. The RKO before the RKO. Um, yeah. And, and and DDP literally hit it out of like every possible angle you could hit it from. Yeah, the diamond cutter's the shit. And the way he did it is almost neck breaker ish. Yeah, times. it just drops. Yeah. So, yeah, that's you'll see that at some point on mine. Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> All right, number six. This is the one that I think might surprise you, but this is a tag team finishing move. The 3D. Okay. Oh, I like that. I love, I've always loved the 3D, and Bubba and Devon have, n- I've never seen them botch that move. No. It is always I, I can't so, think of one time either. It's always so fluid. Like, it's just, it's, it's perfect. Yep. And it's, eh. It's just a great. It's just a great finishing move. I don't have any complaints about that finishing move. Yeah, I love it. I love that on your list. I wish I would have put it on mine. That's another one. That that's was the one I kind of thought would maybe surprise you. That's that's one of the reasons why I love doing these lists because sometimes we're really similar, but then yeah. every once in a while we'll, we'll throw something out there. And we're like, oh hey, yeah. Um, my number five is Bret Hart sharpshooter. So you can just go ahead and go to your five. So there's <laughs> that. So there's that. Uh, my number five is the F5. Ooh. I, I've just, what's up? 
Hey, how's it going? <laughs> According to podcast I've, over here, buddy. I've definitely always loved the F5. Once again, that's I don't think that move's ever really been seen before. Like before Lesnar, I could yeah, be wrong. And it's just, you know, it's unique. I, I almost put the FU slash attitude adjustment on here, but it's it's a fireman's carry where you flip on, or it's a fireman's carry basically, yeah. but you flip them and you to know, the side. It, it's a good one, but the attitude adjustment's better when it's the FU. So you don't get to ha- attitude adjustment gets points deducted for that. But yeah. yes, I've, I've always liked the F five. That's definitely a favorite finisher of mine. And it looks like it hurts. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it looks like a shoot move. Looks like it sucks. Uh, my number four, Jake the Snake Roberts with a DDT. Ooh. God. Classic. Like, something about Jake's DDT, though. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's just a DDT. No, Jake's DDT was so fucking different. It's just how he hits it. Yeah. Like, there's... There's a little bit of a build to it, but it was mostly like the the swinging of the finger, and then he you know hooks hooks the head under his arm and dr- just drops back, dude. It, yeah, it was so good. That the way he just kind of rolls into it and it happens, and the crowd pops for it every single time he did. And it and it's such a stiff DDT. There's not yeah. like a lot of bouncing and flailing. It's like DDT. They cracked their fucking head. One two three gets the pen done. That's the. That's why his DDT is the best. There's so many double arm DDTs and the pendulum shift or whatever the hell it is and oh, paradigm shift, paradigm shift, <laughs> all that I, stuff. You know, and the funniest thing was I almost put a mixed double arm DDT on there. It's it's right there with it's right there with Jake's, but Jake's it's is a good no one, man. DDT. If you're mix. gonna put one on there, it's Jake's. Yeah, but if you're gonna do a double arm, it has to be mixed. I think it has to be mixed because his is the OG double arm. Yeah. But and there's yeah. like the education or whatever, wasn't yeah. that? Which was, that one was cool because that's kind of like a combo uh, DDT with a, like a little bit of a diamond cutter slash RKO. Yeah. Kinda, they flat out, both of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so DDT was your number four, right? Yes. Okay, my number four is... The GTS, the go to sleep, CM Punk's move. This is kind of, I was debating on this and number three. Like, this could be my number three as well. But the number three is a little more classic. So, but yeah, the GTS, it's just cool to see that, like, people who do it, basically, I guess, just uh, Kenta and CM Punk, that's a, that knee has to be, perfectly set up with the face to not fuck their face up. The flow has to be just right. Yes, it has to. Yes, exactly. It has to flow just right. They can't crack their face and they can't not hit it. So it's like, it's kind of a tough one. And 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 you know, when they're coming down at your knee, they're moving fast. But I've just always seen, like, I like the way people can kind of bounce out of that. Like, oh, shit. And then fall back. Like, oh, I just got cracked in the face. Yes, the selling of it is just as important as the flow. All of, yeah, all of these. Every finisher, um, so, yeah. I almost put that on my list. Like, that, that is one thing about CM Punk I really liked was the GTS. So, it's a great that, move. That would probably be, that was probably going to be my honorable mention. Um, yeah. So, number three, I have Triple H, the pedigree. One, it's a badass move. Two, it looks believable. It looks like it would knock you out. And some people early on did get knocked out. 
and worse. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just cool because I mean, you know, it's it's looks like he's going for a no- normal power bomb. He hooks the arms and then he drops them flat on their face. So unique move. I mean, I mean, and now it's more. You can tell now more than you used to be able to, but once again, it's all on your opponent and how they sell it too. So. You know, I I gotta say I don't have the pedigree on my list. I'm a little surprised. I I am surprised in myself. I don't know why I didn't do that. Shout out to that ambulance, by the way. <laughs> Another uh, man, it's busy. It's <laughs> hopping over here, not gnome. It's hopping at BRMC. We apologize for the episode, but you know what? You're fans. You'll listen. Yeah, you know you know what I'm going through right now. There's, yeah. Probably most of you are shocked I'm even doing this right now. So. Well, that's what I was about to say. You know what he's going through, but he's sitting here recording an episode at BRMC. Shout out to him, by the way, if anyone sponsors the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a little disappointed in myself for not putting a pedigree on here. It's definitely one of my favorites. If I could take away a finisher and put it on there, it would probably be, I don't know, probably the sharpshooter or maybe the code breaker. Something like okay. that, but I, it's definitely it's definitely up there with my favorites. It's too late to turn around now. We'll do a we'll do another finishers in a year, and it'll be ten different finishers. Oh, of course. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, pedigree's great. I mean, that's and that's a Triple H pioneered that move. Nobody did it before him, so it's like the people that kind of pioneered their moves is like look at all of them. They're all names that we know. Yep. So their finishers had something to do with it. Uh, that was your number three. Yes. My number three is the jackknife powerbomb. Oh, man. I cannot tell you how many times I took it in and out of my list. Because <laughs> I love it that much. I do. I really it's, do. That's the powerbomb. T- if you're doing a powerbomb, do the jackknife. Yeah. If you're doing a powerbomb and you're not doing the jackknife, you're not doing a powerbomb. It's all about that picking them up and just throwing them on the ground. Yep, that's what makes it so cool. And Nash, Kevin Nash's jackknife and Sid's, like those are just so good because they're yeah. huge. Like it's only something a big guy can do. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody else can do it. But it's all about the jackknife, dude. The Batista bomb's cool because oh, it looks. I mean, his was like there was a lot of force behind it, but the jackknife yeah. is just phew, just throw him on the ground and bam, that's the jackknife. Like but, I'm so strong, I just all you have to do is drop you. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's my number three. All right. My number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin with the stunner. <laughs> the stunner. I, I don't think I have to say anything. No. It's no. the fucking stunner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number two is the RKO slash diamond cutter. Okay. But mostly, like, if I had to pick... I love, I love DDP's. See, I can't. I love DDP's diamond cutter, but the RKO's out of nowhere. Like before, they were out of nowhere, and it was like a caricature of itself. I like the RKO is the shit. And ever since he started doing that, when I was a kid, I was like, if I'm a wrestler, I'm gonna have the RKO as my finisher. Like that was that and the the stunner when I was a kid was 
was the way you know. Well, and now, now, like if you become a wrestler, you can call DDP personally and just be like, "Hey, man, you can, can I, I use, use the, your move? Can I use the diamond cutter? Is that cool with you?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, bro, but you gotta buy DDP. Why? Self high five. Oh man. Uh, okay, so my number one, brrr, the sweet chin music, and for all of the reasons. The and for all the reasons Levi hates it is why I love it. The body slam, the elbow drop, the kick, the tuning up the band thing. It's, I, all, it's all a sequence. <laughs> I, uh, well, it is. And especially later on when he came back. Like, it was every match. Oh, but, yeah. The whole slam, Elbow drop, tune up. He, well, see, that's gonna also. going to hit it or it's going to be a reverse. When he came back was also when Vince started getting more scripty, I think. So that's why the matches had to be so, like. Make sure you do them in order, yeah. Yeah, but I did like when he would get it reversed because then it would be more of a like a sped up tune up. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be like one, two, three, go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, That's my it. number one, my number one's the stunner. The I figured it stunner. would be. It it has to be. That's just for me. That's the best. The best finishing move. And and my one my one two could easily be switched. I mean, it depends. Like you said, next week it'd probably be the stunner because I'll. I'll, you know, Sunday morning be drinking coffee and watching Stone Cold videos because that's usually my Sunday ritual, but. That's the best Sunday ritual, dude. But the stunners, the selling, you know, same as the Seed Music, number one and two. The, or number one and one, the Sweet Chin Music, the selling of that, it can be amazing. The yeah. selling of the stunner is amazing. Even when Vince just like shits the bed and just falls, just like Flops. rolls over from it, like that's <laughs> a good sell. Like a dead like, deer. He just got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great. It's good shit, pal. Anyways, yeah, that's our top ten finishers. That's the show. That's the show. We hope everybody enjoyed it. Sorry for the the noise and stuff, but if you are a true fan, you'll understand. You know, that. I'm not sorry for it, though. Like, I feel like our show just has character sometimes when we have that added background. Because there's always something. Like, and, there's and all- you know what? <laughs> hey, shout out. We, ha- we had a new fan find us today, and, and she followed us on Twitter, and I was like, okay, what's this about? And she kept tweeting about us. And she said, the reason why your show is my new favorite wrestling podcast, this is actual words, she said, is because it sounds like you guys are just having a conversation. That's literally what we're doing. And I said, that's exactly what we're going for. We're not trying to be overproduced. We want it to sound like two friends having a conversation. We want listeners to feel like they're a part of the conversation. That's we literally are talking on the phone for an hour a week about wrestling. About wrestling. That's about- all it is. Two buddies shooting the shit about wrestling once a week. Sometimes we rank stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we review stuff. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what sets us apart. I think we're not like, you know, we do our little, okay, news. Okay. I've got a new iPhone, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then we, and then we're like, okay. I had a big, big brunch. Yeah. Santa Claus was there. I talked to him. I asked him for an iPad. He said I was the fifth kid to ask for one. <laughs> do, you Legit. To, do you ask him if he wanted to sponsor the show? He said he couldn't because he had like a business trip in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk okay. to him then. When we're yeah, in Vegas, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get a couple of uh, uh, Roy Rogers and, um, and talk him into it. And milk. Yeah, and milk and cookies. You got to have and milk cookies. and cookies with some. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's usually when we're at the slot machines. Yeah. <laughs> How many days till Christmas? You didn't do a countdown. Uh, today is, see, I didn't have this prepared. Today is the 8th, so 17 days. Nice. Because 8 and 8 is 16, so it would be 7 and 8 to 25. I got to get some shopping done. I'm way I behind this tomorrow. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little, I have some done, but I definitely have a lot more to do. I've got the main stuff covered, but. Like the Christmas, you know, the stuff that. The stuff. The big the, stuff. Yeah, the stuff. Okay, yeah. The big stuff's covered. So yeah. at least that's good. The yeah. little stuff is, you know, I can get that all at Walmart, you know. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just whatever. Like, I oh, just the other. I was trying to make sure in case we had ears on this show. Yeah. No, no, I read you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you, man. Is it time yet? Yes, it is, honey. Honey, have you found the remote? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, did you find the remote? (laughs) And your dad, your dad said, that's not all she found. (laughs) I love that so much. You got a diet, you got a diet Coke pop. (laughs) Dude, that, your dad is a legend for that because it's such a dad joke, but you know what he's not a legend for? Not sending me SummerSlam 98 on Summer VHS. SummerSlam 1998 on VHS. Highway to hell. We don't appreciate that, Papa Tom. Or, no, we don't. He's not Papa Tom, is he? He is Papa Tom. He yeah. is Papa Tom. Okay, okay. Yep. I forgot if you if you guys were both Tommy. Yeah, yep, we are. Yep, my grandpa was Papa Tom, and dad is now Papa Tom to the You're kids. not a junior, though, are you? No, no. Okay. You He's have to have junior. the same middle name. Is he a junior? Mm-mm. Okay. You guys don't all have the same middle name. Okay, cool. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I did know that. I just wanted to make sure I, I knew that. Yeah, I'm the fourth Tommy. Tommy's the little Tommy's the fifth Tommy. Damn. And he says he's stopping it with him. Okay, he made the call. All right. He's, he's made it. <laughs> he's made that decision. I can't stop him, you know? Yeah, that's, hey, he does what, he will do what he does. All right, well, let's take her home. You can follow our show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, Levi D. Zindel on Twitter, Levi Zinfidel on Instagram, and uh, Spreaker now. Be sure to go to Spreaker to find us because that is... Well, you could always find us there. It's just now it's... That's the main hub. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we were were always on there, so... Yeah. Because that's how all of our shows got onto YouTube was actually through Spreaker. Right. Right. Yes. All right. Follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter live on Instagram. And there it is. We will talk to you guys next week with uh, top 10 matches of the decade. Yes. Each of our top 10 matches, right? Yes. And this is going to be very hard to do. Yeah. Which means I'm going to be watching nothing but wrestling for the next week. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you then. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Bye. Bye. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. 
Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.